Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name's still Yuri. Welcome back, Brew Crew. You're listening to the Adam and Eve branch of the Conscious Cup of Podcast. Thank you for turning up and tuning in. Yes, we have more goodies. Yeah, we're here to delve into, ponder and wander through the Bible with you, its characters and stories, and reveal their hidden meanings. We'll share how they've helped us discover the true meaning and nature of our very own wonderful human imagination as it creates and shapes life, the universe and everything in between. Our claimer, rather than a disclaimer, is that we firmly believe the Bible is not history, but it's an allegory, a story told as if it's true. It's a reader's digest. So when it describes people like Paul, Silas and Lydia, among others, these are states of mind, states of consciousness, not actual historical people. Its purpose is to stir you awake to your creative power. We believe God is our awareness or consciousness and that we're all God together dreaming this strange dream into physical reality. We hope these discussions give you a confidence that helps you discover what you can do today and every day to cushion the blows that inevitably come our way. We really love hearing from you and enjoy your input. Thanks Mandy for the jokes. Our question to you is... If you were at a dinner party with one of the characters from the Bible and you leaned in, what would you ask them? Do share with us on Twitter at Conscious Cuppa and via email ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A And you can also leave a direct message on our Anchor.fm webpage. And please send in your beautiful mugshots too. But for now, we invite you to grab a brew, take a pew, sip in, and wake up. Yui, what have you made for us in these lovely glasses? Well, it was a lovely moment. My daughter Isis showed me a little video and this gentleman was uh, making iced tea. So I've made iced tea for us this morning and it has lavender and in that lavender I boiled some blueberries and so it's a beautiful kind of got a purple hue to it and we've got ice in there it's all cooled down and lovely for a hot day. Yeah it's very refreshing it's got sparkling water as well. Yes it's got sparkling water added to it yeah Yeah. for some vavavum. Vavavum. We hope you've got something wonderful brewed for you to muse and schmooze along with us. Mm. Cheers. So here's what we do. Rather than a TED Talks, Jenny and I are doing a Bed Talks, keeping it all cool, refreshing and relaxed. Each episode we pick a question from the public as we take a magic minute trip in the lift of life and talk through the story as we learnt it as a kid. Then we send it through the de-gobbledygook machine. And we'll see what we've learned since we got muddled up way back when. Then we'll put 10 minutes on the clock, share what new insights we have seen since then. Finally, we'll join all this up in terms of law of attraction. And what do we mean by law of attraction? Basically, that imagining creates reality. What I think about all day is colouring the canvas of my life. It's time for Magic Minute. And this week's question from the public comes from a gat. 
Agat is asking us all about the character of Lydia. Lydia is mentioned in Acts chapter 16 with Paul and Silas. And I think it's Timothy too. Yeah. So let's call the lift and see what we can say about everything we were taught as a kid about Lydia and the gang. And in the meantime, Yuri, you can tell us a joke that Mandy sent in. So Jenny, where was Solomon's temple located? <laughs> Go on, where was Solomon's temple located? On the side of his head. On the side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mandy, I like that one. I don't know, I'm not sure that's not as bad as my jokes. I'm not saying it's not as bad, but it really made me laugh, so Good. thanks, Mandy. <laughs> You can send in your jokes at Twitter. Yeah. Oh, dear. So who's going to go up first? Let's uh, roll the dice. Four for me. Six for you. You're going up with you. And we're coming down with me. You've got a minute on the clock. And we're going to say everything we learn about Lydia as a kid, (laughs) which I think is nothing. Jenny's eyebrows are going crazy right now. Okay. So Lydia is this businesswoman in the Bible who sells purple cloth. Mm. I didn't know anything about Lydia as a kid. Uh-huh. So, But what I did know about business was this is the realm of adults. Mm. This is, you know, I'm interested in play. You know, you go out, you, you adult, go and do the business yeah. and bring home the cash. Yeah. But I just, I had no... No context for that, what this business was. Was there any other business people you do remember from the Bible? No. 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 What about the when Jesus goes through the temp, the, the, the money changes and he gets really angry and he, he, he overturns the tables? The, the only thing I remember about money mm. was that there was some kind of debt collecting going on. Uh-huh. And this just seemed really horrible to me. I was just like, wow, you, you guys are horrible going around collecting people's hard-earned cash that okay. just that just made me feel like you you're taking my toys away the money that my parents would use or my mum yeah in my case would use to buy me toys you're coming to collect that money so okay. maybe I won't get as many toys mm. this is rubbish okay let's go back down how about you Jenny I don't know anything about Lydia so we're really happy that Agat has introduced this character to us she is around with Paul, and Paul is a huge character in the Bible. In fact, he gets more pages in the Bible than (laughs) Jesus gets. So he's a huge character. So for her to be in vogue with him, she must be an important character. So it's it's quite, it's it's a shame that I didn't hear about her. Yeah. Um, And yes, she's only in one chapter in the whole Bible. But, you know, if she's this businesswoman who's in contact with this huge character... I feel kind of cheated that mm. I didn't know anything about her. So it's been really wonderful to in- investigate who she is and answer these questions. There are quite a few questions that, that Agat has given us that we're going to go through. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so now we need to put 10 minutes on the clock and not just, not even really update the story, just like actually introduce the story yeah. to ourselves and to our listeners, uh, for those of us who've never heard of Lydia before. Mm. So some of the questions basically that we've got from Agat, what kind of business was Lydia in? What is the significance of her selling purple cloth? Mm. Why did she involve herself with the disciples? Mm. 
Was it difficult for her as as a female businesswoman? And many of the concordances and the the, the aids to Bible understanding, she's she's touted as the first Christian woman or amongst the first Christian women. Yeah. Um. So we're going to address all of those. We find her in Acts chapter sixteen, and she's only there in the whole Bible. Yeah. But she's so important. Paul, who we know is a person who was really against people who believed that Jesus, your awakened imagination, can save you from anything. He's obviously turned around and now he completely believes it because he's experienced it. And he meets Lydia with some other women at a river outside the city of Philippi. Now, Philippi means lover of horses and the horses is the mind. So we know she's connected with the mind somehow. Her name means... So um, when I translated it into Greek, and the translation in Greek means noble one, and this is having this noble state of consciousness. So again, this is about the mind. This is being the person you wanted to be today. And they meet her on the Sabbath. Now, if you, if you meet this person on the Sabbath, you're meeting them on the day when things are about to come into fruition. Her name also means travail, which is a French word, which means to work. Yeah. So she's working things out this day. Yeah. And this is when she meets Paul, who knows that his imagination is creating reality. She's a seller of purple cloth. And purple is a combination of red and blue. Red being? Blood. Consciousness. Yeah. Adam. So... We've also got blue, which is water, therefore psychological truth. So we've got this combination. In fact, we've got this progression. Yes. The purple now is not the literal, the physical of Adam. It's not the psychological water truth of Jacob. This is going higher now. So we've got a a next level. We've got a next mystical level with Lydia. She has this cloth that can clothe your mind, yes. like the robe that you get when, as the prodigal son returns from all his adventures and the father gives him a robe as well as the ring and the fatted calf. But the robe implies this royalty. And without the robe, you cannot function beyond your, your present state. So you need this purple Paul needs Lydia. So by meeting her, this is not a chance. This is something that is necessary at this stage in his development. Yeah. So if she was a real person, she would have a shop. Yeah. Where she's selling this cloth to Paul. Yeah. Because Paul needs this because he's about to go on a bit of an adventure in prison. Yeah. (laughs) But actually, this is happening all within you. Uh This is not a physical cloth. There is no little person weaving this purple cloth, dyeing it. This is all happening within you. So it's not something you can go out and buy. No. It's not something that any religious person can give to you and say, we adorn you with this, we're promoting you with this. No, this is something that you do within your mind. Now, she's from a city that is called Thyatira. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. So the meaning is an odour of affliction, which means that it's she comes from this state where there is affliction. And if there is affliction, there are troubles, there are problems. And the Greek word for affliction is kakos, 
If you know what the word cack means, when something is completely cack, then you understand that this is not a nice place to be and it stinks of that. So this purple robe that she produces is really important to get you out of those troubles, to get you out of that stench. Because what you really want when you want something to go well, you, you kind of want it to smell like roses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You definitely, you want to you want to smell beautiful. You want your world to just have this odour of, of beauty and wonder. So she sells this purple cloth and she's providing this for Paul and his group. She, in fact, invites them into her house. But before that, She's baptised. Uh-huh. She's immersed into an entirely different state. And this is this state of nobility. This is this, this perfumed, beautiful, regal thoughts that you do want. So in other words, she's kind of validated because she's already, she's already selling this purple cloth. But by meeting Paul, which is a life-giving spirit in a sense... She's kind of, the whole thing has been made alive. Yes. Her heart has been opened. She's having a turnaround. And she needs Paul and his group to come into her house. In other words, come and live in the state of noble thoughts. Yes. She's repented. She's turned around. She has no regret, no remorse. She's the change to what she wants. So the purple robe is what Paul needs because he's about to go into prison. And when he goes into prison... It's not necessarily, of course, this is all metaphor. It's not necessarily the prison where you have some a jailer and he turns the key. It could be the prison of feeling lack and loss. It could be the prison where you're saying that I can't do this and I can't do that. And or so I'm being on. stopped from doing this. And I'm being stopped from doing that. This circumstance means that I'm stuck. Yes. And you can't move. You don't have freedom to move. Yeah, you can't get out. But he's got the purple cloth because he's been in Lydia's house. Therefore, this prison cannot hold him. So in the Bible, this prison, this story tells you that it's shaken. This earthquake comes. So it's it's dismantled. It falls down. It's not on solid foundations because it's not built with imagination, this conscious imagination. And with this purple cloth, when you clothe your mind in the purple, it's the wine coloured, it's the blood of the grapes. In other words, you've turned water into wine. You believe that Jesus is your salvation. Now you're applying it. So in other words, you're actually going to prove it to yourself by doing experiments, by doing tests. Paul says, come test yourself and see. Yes. You know, by him going into prison and this prison is unable to hold him is because he absolutely knows that his imagination is creating his reality. So if he wants to be free, he will be free. But free of what? Free of the idea of, of loss. Free of the idea of lack. Free of the idea that I, I'm not free. Once one has Paul and Lydia, one is functioning consciously. So you're functioning consciously and this is applying to what you do want. She's considered one of the first Christian women. But really, it's more like it's the state that you would need to meet when you're getting into this higher version of yourself, let's say. The more you're applying it, the more you're testing this idea that your imagination is creating reality, she's going to be the, the first state that you need because you need to clothe your mind in this. And I think, Jenny, you'd agree. I've met Lydia, I've been Lydia for the first time really understanding that Jesus 
my imagination is creating my reality. This is a beingness. This is, this is who Jesus is in my life. This is Jesus within me imagining what I do want. Yes. And so therefore I've got Lydia. So I am the first woman. I, I have been my first woman. This is my first time doing this. Yes. And it harks back to when one of the first things that Jesus done in Cana when he turned water into wine yeah. from the stone jars, the stone meaning the literal fact, the water meaning the psychological idea of that fact. And then the wine that is it, that he turns the water into is the application. Okay, so I know this stuff. Now I'm going to apply it. So I knew, I didn't believe um, in God and Jesus and all of that. Like Paul. Yeah. When I was a child, I had a complete misunderstanding of it. Yep. And then I read it psychologically. Yep. So I began to think about it, consider it, and then I began to apply it. This is the first time in my life I've ever been here. I'm Lydia. And it's amazing. I think that, that settles that. So now we're going to put five minutes on the clock and we're going to see how this applies in an everyday sense with the law of attraction. So we really want to answer Agat's final question. What tips can you give for somebody of faith? Or in other words, what tips of faith can you give for somebody running their own business? So first I would say, what is this state as a business person? If you want to do business, whatever you want to do, but Agat's specifically talking about business, what, what, do, what state do you need to clothe yourself in? So every morning when you wake up, you have to clothe yourself in this noble thought. You have to practice this. What is this? It's about preparing. It's about practicing. This day, who do you say you wanted to be? What did you say you wanted to do? What state did you say you wanted to be in? So what does this fully fledged business feel like? What does it look like? So, Jenny, what are some of the tips you can say? What is this tiny little segment on waking each day that you could do? Well, the question that is always comes up, the Holy Grail question is, what would it be like if I was now the person that I wanted to be? And that's the same with the business. What would the business be like if it was how I want it to be? And then we have to adapt and adopt this idea that it is that already no yes. matter what the senses are telling us because the senses might say well you haven't that person hasn't come through with the money I'm not getting enough customers I can't do this I can't do that back to the prison situation yeah the prison situation is saying you can't you mustn't you shouldn't lack loss and so what what the state of Lydia is saying no I I have purple cloth I have application of mm. what I understand to be true. I understand that Jesus is my saviour. What is Jesus? It's my awakened imagination. So what do I need to imagine today? What do I need to imagine for the end by the end of my business day? So you start the day by living in the end. What's the end of the business day? I've got this amount of customers. I've made this amount of money. I've paid this amount of bills, for example. And to feel that that is already true. Because this isn't about what will happen or what did happen. It's what I am. What do I have now? And in terms of faith, Hebrews 11 
verse 1. Faith is the substance. It's the evidence of loyalty to the unseen. So faith itself is building this reality for us. Yeah. Do we have faith that what I do in imagination, do I have faith that Jesus is able to do for me what I want? If you have faith, that faith is building the reality that you want. Okay, and what I would add to that is a practice of interrupting any negation, any any thoughts that try and slip into your mind that says you can't, you don't, you're lacking, you're losing. So return to this business that you said you wanted to have. But think about it from Lydia's point of view. Lydia is a woman of faith. She There is no lack of and loss coming into this. There's no interjection. She's got purple cloth. Therefore, she is applying this. So if you're going into her shop, let's say, as Paul, you already, as Paul, know that Jesus is your saviour. Yeah. If you're going into Lydia's business, place of business, you are going in there specifically to get this purple cloth because you know the purple cloth is going to help you apply what you know about Jesus to your business. So the question only is, what is it you want for your business? How many customers do you want? What should be on the balance sheet at the end of the day? The end of the month, the end of the year. Yeah, so it's not a case of thoughts coming in. For a a woman of faith, you have faith that this thing is done already. So if you have faith this is done already, the only thing is to decide ahead of time, what is it you actually want? What do you actually need? And then allow this purple cloth to clothe your mind with that application that that clothing of the mind it's essentially done it's you've been saved from any lack and loss any idea that this prison has that you can't that you mustn't that you shouldn't so this combination of Lydia and Paul is actually quite amazing yeah and it's amazing both Paul and Lydia have had this huge turnaround Paul didn't believe in Jesus at all Paul had this idea that the people of the way which is the people that believe that Jesus is an awakened imagination he thought they were all idiots and he was really like out to get people how almost like how dare you say that your imagination is creating your reality and then later on he basically would have had a vision on his way to persecute people like that yeah I was in this old state of Paul that absolutely didn't believe even God existed in, in, in the way the Bible spoke about God. And then I've had this huge turnaround and I'm practising this. I'm practising clothing myself in this noble thoughts that Lydia is um, clothing Paul in, you know, yeah. is inviting in. And I'm inviting this nobility into my life. I'm inviting this truth. I'm practising it. I'm, I'm practising my faith. And I did have a dream where I had this cloth yeah. That was leaving, kind of leaving. I think I might have even mentioned it on the podcast before. So introducing this idea with Lydia has kind of reminded me this cloth is is moving away from me quite fast. Mm. And I've had to fly up to catch it. We've all got we all have to create that within ourselves. It's not a business on the outside where you can go to a factory, go to a shop and pick up some purple cloth. Ask someone to weave it. So you've got the Lydia and the Paul within yourself. Paul was a mental case before. His name was Saul, and Saul is the crazy king. So 
thank God he he turns from that stupidity in a way and ignorance, let's say. Yeah. To be generous, that ignorance into knowing, oh, Jesus is actually my awakened imagination. And I've definitely had that in my life. And I think, Jenny, you would you would totally agree that you've gone from ignorance to... to... The only difference that is, is from Paul is I didn't go out persecuting people who believe that imagining <laughs> creates reality. And if I ever To your meet, knowledge. <laughs> and if I ever meet that Saul... Yeah. ...that who comes to me and starts saying, you're absolutely crazy, I'm just going to think, well, he's Saul. Then he's going to have his own experience of waking up yeah so it's okay yeah it's okay i don't mind what you say because at some point you're gonna be paul this whoever's harassing me yeah and at some point you're gonna meet lydia yeah brilliant yeah fantastic okay i think that's it thank you for listening in tuning in turning up lovely (laughs) being here with us today being here with us today and thank you again for your question thank you for introducing us to Lydia yeah thank you so much it's brilliant you can send your questions in to us on Twitter at Conscious and email Conscious at gmail.com we love hearing from you it's just it's just it's just amazing it's fantastic it really lightens up our our week and stay tuned to the very end of the show for your African Easter See you next time. Bye. waiting right to the end for your very own African Easter egg. Now, Jenny, would you like to do the honours today? Yeah, well, I'm going to pick this yellow one. This yellow one says, God has created lands with lakes and rivers. Ooh, we've got the, the water. water again. With lakes and rivers for man to live and a desert so that he can find his soul. Can you read that all again for us? God has created lands with lakes and rivers for man to live and the desert so that he may find his soul. Wow. That's from Tuareg, which is in the Sahara. Mmm. Lovely. See you next time. Bye.